All right, boys, I think this has gone on long enough. On to Richmond! Hello and welcome to Civil War in Hindsight. I'm Lieutenant Tommy. With me, as always, is Prospector Johnny. And this week, Prospector, uh, you know, we, we, we've, got, we've got massive movements in, yes. in the western part of Virginia. We are yes. moving down into Virginia. Let's, go. Let's end Let's, this. We've had uh, fun for the last few months just dinking around. Uh, but it's time I, to... Sort of, yeah. Yeah, it's time to... Some let's, fun. Let's wrap this up. Uh, let's but yeah, up. let's go ahead and just send them running for the hills. <laughs> this, I, I've already been hopping trains. I'm I'm on my way. I'm in Indian, uh, Indiana, Indiana, uh, India, <laughs> Indian, uh, right? Because uh, yeah, it's yeah, named Indiana. after the. Okay, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I'm right around there, making my way. Uh, should be there uh, in time to to to, to watch to, this war end and begin. To watch, really, be, yeah, because really, it's kind of begun, but it's gonna be one good battle, I think, and then we're gonna be able to go home. <laughs> so <laughs> this you can call it a battle. Yeah, yeah. This week opened up on the 12th of July with continued aftermath of the Battle of Rich Mountain and Laurel Hill. That's what we talked about last week, oh, where mm -hmm. General Rosecrans surprised Confederate Lieutenant Colonel Pengram by taking a mountain path that he thought was impenetrable. The boys got to climb some hills. The, our boys got to climb <laughs> some hills, scared the crap out of Pengram's men, and half, half his army of yeah. 500 men surrendered right off the bat. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So what remains... That's how, I mean, why, why is next week going to be any different when it's just hey. more? Yeah, <laughs> right? So what remained of Pengram's force was just over 50% that didn't surrender and was able to make its way to Staunton, Virginia. Okay. Uh, by noon, General McClellan of, on the 12th has reached the... Uh, uh, and occupied the city of Beverly in western Virginia. Um, this is what he was supposed to do two days ago, yeah. but forgot to move when Pengram was moving, so... So, so he finally made it. But he's there. He's finally made it. We, we've now got Beverly occupied. And to the southwest, more federal movement through Great Kanahua Valley, uh, where Jacob Copps will move his uh, 3,000 men against Confederate Brigadier General Henry A. Weiss. So Jacob Cox is moving his men down there against them, so okay. really pretty much the western chunk of Virginia That's is... Uh, just a powder union. keg. Yeah, right. well, it's a it's or, a union. If we're in, it's pretty much in union there. control at this point. Okay. Yeah, we're there. Well, that's good. That's good. But that's a lot of people uh, in all now, these different areas. Yeah. On the 13th, uh, Confederate Brigadier General Robert S. Garnett, who's the overall commander in that area of Western Virginia that had the troops of Pengram's forces underneath him, he's going to try to save what remains of his army, which is very, very little, um, while attempting to cross the Cheat River Valley over Cheaton Mountain. But he's going to be pursued by Union forces under T.A. Morris. Morris will catch Garnet about noon uh, through the rain for you know the the rainstorms that were going on at uh, Cork's Ford. So Garnet's forces are trying to cross Cork's Ford. All their artillery pieces, wagons, everything. It didn't go in very fast for no. them, and and they make themselves a prime target for us Union boys. So yeah, so I so I assume they were probably trying to like uh, caulk up their wagons or whatever to get them across. They couldn't just uh, travel across because everybody yeah. knows. Uh, who's been, you know, out out towards Oregon yeah. or anything that fording a river takes some time. Takes some time if, you, if yeah. you want to actually package it up. But they could have just crossed, but it was probably too deep. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, they would have yeah, or died of dysentery. Uh, they got to either build their bridges or, uh, or yeah, for for the river. You know, so either way, it's going to take some time, and they get caught, they caught while doing them. this. Yes. Okay, and so do they? The rest of them surrender now, I assume. Uh, no. Uh, while attempting to withdraw skirmishers, uh, uh, Garnet himself is going to be shot and killed, and most of his forces at that point scatter off into the countryside, abandon what they, you know, the wagons are gone, the cannons are gone, we're done okay, with that. So <laughs> run, run away! <laughs> so, run away! Uh, the common theme of these yellow bellies just uh, so something far has been run away they ran yep so. that's that's right. where we're at uh garnet is going to lose 20 killed and another 50 surrender to uh to union forces after today, McClellan is going to call off the pursuit uh, of the Confederate forces in uh, southwest Western Virginia uh, with a mission accomplished banner. He says, you know what? We hey. did it. Western Virginia campaign is now concluded. We won. Break out those victory cigars. That's uh, fantastic. That's yeah. it. That's it. You know, I didn't it's completely just game, de- he didn't game completely, over. Yeah. Well, he didn't completely destroy the army, but good enough. Well, they left all their McClellan. weapons, though. Like most yeah, of them, true. like a, at least a big weapons. chunk of them. So and, and they're scared. They're running. They, they don't want any part of this. Yep. So over the last several weeks, while getting into Western Virginia, the Battle of Corks Ford, Rich Mountain, Laurel Hill gives the Union complete control over all the railroads in Western Virginia, all the telegraph lines, all the rivers. Uh, so essentially, this is 100% now. The western chunk of Virginia is Union territory, for lack of any real better description. Uh, the Union is going to be able to use this as a staging ground into Virginia. It's just Ooh. another area to get you know raiding parties into yeah. Virginia, uh, raiding parties further down into the south. So this is ju- this probably, is a big, big probably victory. start going down into Tennessee too, since we kind of have the friendlies. The friendly uh, out yeah, on the other a, side of Tennessee. As an entry yep. point, so this is this is doubly good. Doubly good. All in all, during the campaign, the Confederates are going to lose 555 surrendering with 145 killed and wounded, which is a third of the forces that were there. So That's a lot. That's significant. That's, that's I can significant. see why we're saying, you know, mission accomplished. That Mission accomplished. I mean... Uh, also on the 13th, Lincoln is going to sign a bill into law empowering him to collect customs at ports of delivery and declare the existence of insurrection where the law cannot be carried out. So this is just a tax law where he's like, any, okay. any port of entry, anything coming into the country will be taxed. And if you do not like our taxes at your ports, uh, you're now insurrectionists. Throw it into the water <laughs> and revolt and start your own country? Well, I think they've already done that. He's just trying to tax them because he's like, you can't actually form your own country. So, you know, okay. taxes. Okay. All right. On July 14th, northern papers are going to demand that Union General McDowell march his forces against Confederates at Manassas. The headlines read, Forward to Richmond! Uh, everybody is in, in, in the north is getting a little antsy. We've, oh. we've, we've had 35... We have built the largest <laughs> army ever assembled, ever assembled on this continent. 35,000 glorious men in blue. We've been parading oh. them through Washington, Johnny. Oh. It is time. It is time to put this to an end. I, um, I'm going to be there front and center. I, front and well, center, I, yeah. Well, uh, well not fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be not watching. Not participate. Yeah. I'm going to watch, but oh my gosh. I've heard uh, great things about them. You know, they've been coming wild coming out uh west a little bit uh the, the word and the word, uh, yeah, yeah they're looking strong looking good uh they have uh their color situation sorted out shouldn't be any confusion there hopefully um, yeah shouldn't be we, so we're wearing we blue. should we should good only guys be blue. shooting confederates yeah good time. guys in blue yep good guys in blue 
On July 15th, McClellan has uh, been deemed a hero of the North for his win in Western Virginia campaign. There's talk of bumping him up into higher command, maybe oh. taking maybe taking General McDowell's position later on down the road. Although, I mean, he really did just sit back and let Rose. Rosecrans won the Western Virginia campaign okay. with, with, his, with his victory at Rich Mountain. I mean, Rosecrans really did it. Uh, well, but but, uh, but you know McClellan's the overall commander, so you there know, it's, it is. It's his. It's his. It's yeah, his. It was, you know his plan, right? Yeah. Who was in command of the armies that won the thing? That's who you want to you know keep promoting, not people who had any sort of experience or knowledge about what actually happened. And on the ground, actually. You know, leading the troops. But anyways, there is small skirmishing going on between General Patterson and Confederate forces north of Winchester. Now, remember, General Patterson by McDowell was ordered to keep General Johnson in Winchester. Keep him okay. there so that way when they go to move down to Manassas, Johnson's forces can't assist Beauregard. Mm -hmm. So there is small skirmishing going on. So uh, is this just, I assume this is just people just kind of shooting towards... Each yeah, other type yes, deal, yes. small groups. and just General kinda... Patterson is slowly moving towards Winchester. Confederate pickets are popping shots off at him while he moves mm -hmm. down there. Okay. General Patterson is going to be given the nickname by his men of Granny Patterson because Patterson keeps saying that he is going to, uh, to fight when the opportunity presents itself, but his men have realized that that opportunity is not coming. Just... Anytime soon, he's like they're right there. <laughs> we just we we outnumber them towards we us. We can we can <laughs> we can go, but but Granny Patterson's yeah. like, no, nah, we're not gonna go. Yeah, we'll, people we'll shooting at you is not reason to to start a battle. Go. I don't know what he. Uh, what know. what do you wait? Like, does it have to be cannons? Maybe is that <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know, but small skirmishing going on there. On July 16th, more calls for action against Richmond, uh, as it's planned that there's a Confederate Congress to meet on the 20th of July. So most uh, voices okay. in the North are saying, like, why don't we just end this before they're even allowed to form their government, before they're even allowed to really get anything going? Yep. Like, let's let's take Richmond. Can't meet in Richmond if we yeah. have it. So, it, so it's like uh, they're finally realizing how serious... Uh, they they were about this whole thing. It's like for the, for a while, I was like, okay, they're mad. They'll calm down. They oh oh look, they start their own little country. Okay, yeah, that's fine, great. But now they're actually gonna have like a meeting of a the government. Like, yeah. Oh, mm, maybe maybe, maybe we we'll should stop it before that happens. Uh, yeah, not uh, we didn't nip it in the bud, so we're past that. It's bloomed. Maybe we should uh, go ahead and pluck it off now. Now, way back in June, on June 1st, General McDowell did take his 35,000 men and moved out of Washington in a grand parade, grand spectacle. They were starting to slowly move out of Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, and since June 1st, Johnny, they've gotten six miles away. So they're not making progress very fast. <laughs> Why? Are they signing autographs on the uh, yeah. way? <laughs> I don't what? know. They're not making very... He's not moving very fast. I mean... At I mean, all. I Oh, yeah. That seems impossible. It seemed impossibly slow. It's like you're moving 100 yards a day. Yeah, like, did their, all the wheels fall off their wagons and they have to push them, maybe? Uh, maybe. Or carry them just short bits at a time? Like, what maybe. is going on here? We're uh, not going very fast. On July 17th, new Union newspapers said that Union forces are going to march on to Richmond. So the, the, the Northern papers now, on July 17th, have reported McDowell is on his way. He's been given his orders. He is now officially moving. Yes. There is now a large crowd of, of, of civilians that are like, I... We're gonna follow the army with them. I'm gonna join them. I'm gonna join up Johnny, with them. I can't wait. Way. 
Uh, from the reports I'm hearing, there are civilians handing out soldiers, you know, uh, kegs of casks of beer, uh, you know, water, sandwiches, fruits, vegetables, oh. all kinds of. They're following them down. This is a this is going to be a picnic party, Johnny. They're That's having so much fun. Oh. Uh, which is actually why why we're moving so very very slowly is because um, so these, they are signing autographs. Un, untrained soldiers are signing autographs. <laughs> they're wandering. They're mom's <laughs> mom's over there. She says it's dinner time. I've got to go. <laughs> Lieutenant, I gotta go there to hang out with mommy. She's got dinner ready for me. All right, so, all right. Well, let, let's just let's. The parade's nice. It's nice to that we we're supporting our boys, but uh, maybe maybe let them wipe out the Confederates uh, real first, quick. First, yeah. We'll throw uh, them so, this party when they're done, so that they're not hungover during battle. You know, so this let's parade, get them at their uh, best. This parade is is obviously a, a spectacle to behold, and the newspaper saying "We're a coming" is is a spectacle to behold. So General Beauregard of the Confederate forces, uh, you know, around Manassas Bull Run area, yeah. he's reading the papers, going, "Huh? Wait, I should do. Probably should. Probably should prepare for this." Wait, he so gets he, our papers? Yeah, he's getting How? our papers. How are they getting this intel? Uh, Johnny, we've got well. A, it's not like they're that far away from DC to get papers, but B, uh, B, uh, they do have. They do. We probably should. They they can't get past. They do have. They do have some spies. And maybe not put military intelligence in the paper. Yeah, maybe don't. That's probably the better. Is that should that? That's what that was where we went wrong. That's probably where we went wrong because Beauregard is going to to telegraph uh, uh, T. P. Davis, Trader President Davis, and say, "Hey, um, they're on their way. Maybe can can I get some reinforcements?" Uh, T. P. Davis assures him, says, "Hey, listen, if if practical, I'm going to send Johnson over to you to assist." If and, practical. And, if practical. And 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 Sentences by practical, like that mean you're not getting it. Right. Well, Typically. except for the fact that it's very, very practical because oh. Granny Patterson, who is supposed to hold Johnson at, oh, at Winchester, no. has pulled back to Charlestown, has wired Washington, D.C. and said, mission accomplished, Johnson's in Winchester. And while this telegraph's going to D.C., Johnson and his men are walking and getting onto trains on their way to Bull Run. So, um, okay, so way to go, Granny that's Patterson. Fine. I mean that okay. That's fine. So what you're telling me is a, is a bunch of cowards who take pot shots and run are joining them to help, basically. Yes. Like yes, uh, basically. okay, fine. Bring it on. Like what are Bring you gonna on. do? Everything they've done up until now is just run. Yeah. <laughs> like and, two well, people get shot. And they're like, oh, I don't want it, and they run away. That's all that's gonna happen uh, next week when uh, I get to watch it. Uh, can't wait for that. I'm gonna try to get a souvenir. I don't know if I'll be able to get anything, but I'm. They're surely going to drop their guns and stuff, so I should be able to get something, right? Yeah, some Confederate stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Just go onto the battlefield afterwards. You'll get you'll get many a field pickings to, to be found. I'm sure. Um, on July 19th, Johnny, the week's going to end with McDowell's forces very mo- slowly moving cautiously from from Fairha- Fairfax Court, Virginia, to uh, to Centerville, Virginia, and they're going to arrive at Centerville, Virginia around noon. It is a very hot day. We're in the mm. 90s. The men I- are tired. Uh, they've been filling up way too much on the the apple pies that their mommies have been bringing for them. Uh, and, Having a tough and so go they decide, Yeah, they yeah. June in Virginia is not pleasant. We're, we're July, Virginia, Johnny. We're or July. July. Whoa, what month is it? Holy <laughs> we're in July, Johnny. Uh, July in Virginia, it is hot. Uh, Beauregard decides, uh, or not Beauregard, uh, uh, McDowell decides to maybe take a little bit of a nappy nap, maybe rest a little bit on the 18th. Beauregard. Now has started to have those reinforcements from Johnson arrive. He has an 
eight-mile-long line of defenses around Bull Run. So I'm um, sorry. Eight miles of forces, yeah. What? Yeah. Of defense, yeah. so... Of forces, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh... He's got some... He's got a sizable force. From the are they, are they I, spaced, like, every half mile, maybe? No, the no. from what, I, from what I'm hearing... Yeah, from what I'm hearing, he has around 20,000 men uh, with Johnson's Ooh. reinforcements. So that's a pretty good-sized force. But we still hate. We hate. Okay. I mean, we still have what? almost double that. We still yeah, have we almost have double that. We've got right? 35,000. Yeah, we've still got almost okay. double that. That's fine. Right. That's fine. Uh, McDowell's going to order Brigadier General Daniel Tyler to uh, to go on a scouting mission around Blackburn's Ford. Uh, General Tyler decides that's not good enough and keeps pressing on forward, getting himself engaged with Confederate James Longstreet's men. Longstreet's going to be able to repulse Tyler at Blackburn's Ford with Confederates. It's a skirmish, but Confederates lose about 15 men, 53 wounded, while Federals lose 19 killed, 38 wounded, and 26 missing. So similar Ooh. casualties on yeah. both uh, sides. Can we not? Can we not start this before I get there, please? I would. I'm. I am sacrificing my time and potential gold findings uh, to come and watch this. So can we just hold off? Just well, from what I'm hearing from McDowell. Uh, from what I'm hearing about McDowell, he's wanting to give his men another day or two uh, worth of rest, which uh, probably isn't the wisest idea, considering, you know, Johnson's men are slowly coming in. Uh, a unit, yeah, so a we're unit just waiting for more by train. and more. Yeah, so every minute we delay, we're just letting them have more and more troops. So uh, okay. we're going to have this... to wait uh, until next week where I think we're going to have the Battle of Manassas, Johnny. I think we're going to have our first... Actual large, not a thousand unit against a thousand unit. I mean, I, I mean, we're gonna have a battle. This, oh, is, it, this is like sixty thousand people in a room together, all ready to duke it out. So uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see this. That's it for this week in Civil War in Hindsight. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you enjoy this, check out Historic Hindsight, where we talk about the Pinkertons shooting up Unionists.